with spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Hello, everybody. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini, and welcome to Spoiler Ep 20, Guardians of the Galaxy. Two, zero. Jackie Cation is making hand signals because she knows that's perfect for the <laughs> It's an audio uh, audio medium. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just like, will I be in her, in her? Should I wait? How long will? I could talk about this movie forever. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So well, let's get let's before get. Before we get into it, we actually have a, uh, this is a sponsored episode. Oh really? Yeah, we have um, we have an independent sponsor, a uh, a gentleman by the name of Ryan Perraro is actually doing an online uh, comic book, and it's free to read. But he wants uh, you guys to know about it. It is called Bartez, a graphic novel written by Ryan Perraro and illustrated by Gail Galligan. And uh, it's kind of a mashup of like a couple of different genres, which is really cool. It's about an old flame comes back to town. Um, it's like, what happens when your old flame comes back to town? Your former best friend is murdered and your classmates start disappearing. It must be time for your 10-year high school reunion. It sounds like they just described the last couple of years of my life. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty in and out, in and out. <laughs> and it's Jimmy Barton's simple life of IT, parkour, pro wrestling, and taekwondo just got awkward. <laughs> and also, the, the writer Ryan is an IT guy. That's why I'm sure well, you, guys, you write it's what you know. free, guys. Check it out. Yeah, it's yeah. really it. cool. Where it's do a, they see it? It's at projectbartez.com. And a How new do you page, spell Bartez? It's B-A-R-T-E-Z. All right, so I'm in. projectbartez.com with a new page available every Wednesday, or you can buy the whole physical graphic novel in the store. Uh, and you can follow also uh, Ryan on Twitter at Project Bartez on Twitter. And also he has a Facebook page too, Project Bartez. So check it out. And he's been a fan of the show for a long time. Yeah. And it's one of those things where this is where what we like to do. We like to help out the other mm-hmm. artists that are in the um, in the audience. Yeah, man. It's really cool. And, you know, we we love it when you guys have something cool to promote to tell the fans. And, you know. And we have an indie artist, right? Yeah. We you can, a, you can like contact us. Artist. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They do it on the mm-hmm. Dork Forest, too. They call me up and I'm like, we can do it, but I have to read it. <laughs> so, because I don't want to, I don't want to just plug. What? What if it's like? I mean, not that there's a lot of people listening to the Dork Forest who are huge mm-hmm. clan attendees. Right. You don't have a big clan. Uh... I don't have a clan following. It turns out, they, though they do wear costumes and they might think of themselves as larpers. Well, yeah, they, uh, I mean, they do cosplay. That is not. Mm-hmm. Ca- that doesn't count. It's not a dorkdom if there's racism. <laughs> and uh, so I have what? to, I have to read the thing. And if uh, you got to so, preview it, sure. Yeah, I just got to preview it, make sure that I like it, and uh, so. But they're total artist, right? Yeah, you're like, do, of course. We do that too. I actually, I looked online to check it out before. Yeah, and yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, uh, that makes perfect. And sense. it looks it's, Holocaust it, never happened. Yeah, comic. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really. It, I checked it out. It's fun. It's well drawn, and it's uh, it, it uh, caught my interest like right away. It's it's really cool, especially since you know just coming from Comic Con and you see you go into Artist Alley at Comic Con. Yeah, you see yeah, all these really cool fun artists, and then you know people like Paige Branson who've helped this show out mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's awesome there's so see. many talented people so many yeah. it's so many it's and ridiculous the, and that's the great thing about now this digital age of internet and social media and podcasting we get to how would we learn about this I never I was right. just talking to my brother about how I never would have met him unless we were related but just think about <laughs> like the internet and how I would never have seen any number of kinds of art oh yeah right uh, or writing and all this kind of things anyway 
So check it out, guys. Yep, check it out now. Let's talk about it. Guardians right, of the real Galaxy. Real quick, real quick. Dun, dun, Go ahead. Anyone who's new to this, if you just stumbled across the show, this is a this is a different than our regular episode. It's all spoilers. So we're going to talk only about Guardians of the Galaxy. Frame by frame yeah. by <laughs> fucking frame. We're doing it. And we're going to talk about the ending. And we're going to go and see it again uh, right after this. Yeah, it... <laughs> We're going to talk about all of it. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want things ruined, stop listening right now and yeah, go yeah. read the comic. Yeah, um, yeah. Go, go, go. Dan Abnett and Lanning, Abnett and Lanning wrote Annihilation. Uh, knock yourselves out. It's an excellent comic. It's a, it was an excellent comic, you guys. Uh, the Guardians right. of the Galaxy. So let's. You guys obviously read the comic, so you. Went. I actually have not. Jackie has. Jackie has. Mm-hmm. Right, and here's I come from. So can we all just say right now we all loved it, right? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah love this awesome. movie. Fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> was anyone? I mean, as a person who read the comics, I was nervous because I was sitting in front of Marie Bamford and her boyfriend and Andrew Salmson, and they have not. They have not read the comics. And uh, the first 20 minutes of the movie, they introduce so many characters, not just the Guardians of the Galaxy, but like five other major, what could be minor characters made into major motion pictures because Marvel doesn't give a shit. And they are on board, right? Bring and I was it. worried. Yeah, because they're nailing it. It's it's so funny. Like uh, the, I saw the movie with um, Walker Ewell, who uh, does the production for the podcast festival, mm-hmm. and he you know sets up all these AV things. And he was at he so when big companies set up conventions or conferences or whatever, he sets up the PowerPoint, all that. So he told me I was at the meeting uh, where it was announced or something that that Disney was buying Marvel, and the person said, "You're going to see more." titles and stuff that you've never heard of we're gonna get all find great stories and get them out there and it what when, when, hmm. when i first heard that several years ago i was like oh no Does that means they're just gonna churn out whatever nonsense no they're i, I don't know this, this is title. the 10th movie this is fucking and i i gotta say I think it's one of the best ones I, yeah <laughs> what is it better than i mean what's better than this and, t- and telling me in terms of like i was sitting here going like I love the Avengers, I love them all. You know, I what? love them all, but you can't. You, I they're, mean, they're, they're all. I have to say, I really have enjoyed them all as well. But yeah. here's the thing about this movie: it's in a different category because it kind of takes, in a weird way, it kind of takes everything that's been set up by all the other Marvel movies and turns it on its ear a little bit. It's like referencing what the other Marvel movies were doing and go, yeah, but we're gonna put a talking raccoon and a talking tree in it and we're still gonna make it awesome because what we're doing is we're playing space and you don't know any of these. Yeah, we're playing with all the with the different genres and we're gonna we're we're gonna have fun with it, but we're also gonna make a solid action movie. And it was it it was fantastic. It was like you're just cheering through through this movie. Yeah. I'm trying to think of when we when we when we left the theater, we were like both going, was there a was there a down moment? Was there a Anywhere in there? No, no it no. was so tight. No way, man. It no, was, it the was dialogue was, was fucking amazing. awesome. Yeah, the yeah. dialogue was hilarious. It was uh, hilarious. It was so. It would. You know what it was written as? It was written. It really felt like it was written like a comic book. In the way that you know, when you read comic books, you're like, they write them as if no one is reading them, right? Because there are ten thousand people reading. Well, them. You, and right. I got to give James Gunn a lot of credit for this movie. I mean, he's he's been a screenwriter struggling in Hollywood for many years Mm -hmm. and you know he's gotten movies made and then when he transitioned to directing it's one of those things where he's really has a vision if you look at all his other movies like slither and stuff they they don't always hit the mark okay but he has a vision but he wrote but he wrote super 
you yeah. know, which was, which was, which was, and I think I he, di- I think he directed it too. Yeah. And, uh, so when you have like, um, basically a, a filmmaker, that's a real artist, mm-hmm. even though they work in genre, which doesn't matter, they're mm-hmm. still artists. Um, and you give them a property like this, they know what to do with it. They knew right. what to do. He knew what to do with this property. He knows how to be a director. He knows yeah. how to be a screenwriter. He and I also and, have the same birthday, August. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. And it's coming. Now, I, I want to say about this movie, too, is that um, everything you were expecting got turned on its ear. And that's what I really loved about this movie. Everything from a long, protracted origin story, from the hero to the villain, uh, skips everything. It jumps you right into the story. Yeah. Like all of these, uh, like Starlet, we didn't see him growing up on the spaceship and you know oh, the first with, the, with the ravagers right with yeah. the ravagers you didn't see any of that you you literally you got to jump forward to 26 years and then you're yeah. like oh i get it uh he exactly is, this is what happened there was because so we all much information attached to the rest of us yes but it was i mean like literally in the first 20 minutes i'm like okay so they it, they introduced not just the guardians of the galaxy who nobody's read about right nobody's heard mm-hmm. anything about they introduced thanos again yes the collector the nova core yes they go uh Nebula, Ronin, and then even Yandu. You know, Yandu was one of the original Guardians of the Galaxy in the eighties. Yandu's the head of the Ravagers, the blue guy right, with the right. with the arrow thing. Right. And in the original Guardians of the Galaxies, Yandu was um, he was an archer, and he could control. He was incredibly noble. He was not a thief or a, or a Ravager. So they changed his origin. Well, who cares? And uh, I'm on board. I don't. That I'm was my it. question because I don't know anything about this title. And I wanted to know someone who's read a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Was there any of these changes they made that you went? Mm. Yeah, there was. The only thing that I didn't, and this is this is so fucking nitpicky that I I'm gonna buy this movie. I will watch this movie a thousand times. <laughs> uh, but here's <laughs> Gamora. Gamora's a hard ass. Right. There's no. There's no weird. She was a bit soft in this thing. You know that scene where they're walking through the prison. Right. right. She should have fucking Rorschacked that. <laughs> where she said uh i am not in here with you you are in here with me right that's right. what rorschach said in in sure. what's it called it watchman uh, watchman mm-hmm. and that's because that's who gamora is gamora mm-hmm. isn't oh it's a touchy f-. no no R- R- gamora was raised by thanos right thanos is the worst <laughs> he's the worst mm-hmm. i i just read an arc about thanos's origin where you're like Oh, you were broken from very early on. <laughs> and I mean, it's Thanos' childhood where you're just like, oh, I get it. Right. Now, if, if I did have one nitpick about the movie, mm-hmm. and this is one of the, the things that I noticed about the film, is that, there, like you were saying, there's no downtime. Like, even with no. the character development, the action, there's nothing there. Like, I would, as someone who hasn't read all the books, yeah. um, I would have liked to have had a little more time to explain, oh, what's the Nova Corps? What's uh, going on with oh, the... Uh, it's because there's going to be obviously a Nova movie. If there's a Nova <laughs> Corps movie, I will lose my mind. <laughs> but like everything Richard from, Ryder, yeah. Well, I was going to say for everything from the Cree War to everything right. like... Uh, anything like, okay, well... Um, are we going to be introduced to the Skrulls? And, yeah, because uh, that's a huge thing. Yeah, and then like everything from the villains, like we had, we saw Thanos and we saw Ronan, uh, Ronan, like and Nebula, and Nebula. And like, well, let's you know, give me. A, I don't need who the, the hell are these? I don't people? need all the backstory. I just I got to use the, maybe a little bit more, just to, right. or something like. Except uh, for if they had done it, it might have slowed down the pace. That's and exactly that pace right. Was that's amazing. exactly. I don't right. give a shit. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> you, know, you know what? You'll find out about Nebula when I'm, there's a Nebula right, movie. Right. Man. The ending of the movie was so. So just like, and normally I would be 
like annoyed at this, but the way they handled it, and I was already, they had me. I love the movie. This so, yeah. the ending of the movie was so much just like franchise, boom. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yes, I want yeah. more. Of these. Yeah, I want to see right? what happens. They're next. on the spaceship, and he says, um, you know, what do you guys want to do? You want to do some bad things, some good things, and Gamora, who. Uh, I will I I will address your your nitpick thing in a second. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's a it's a small thing. It's a small yeah. But it's but it, she was a Hura in in Star Trek right. Darkness business. Yeah. So and that, so huh? she's constantly that actress is constantly being made to pledge her allegiance to some weird white guy, and uh, <laughs> and so you're just like it's fine. But Gamora's such a fucking kick ass that I wanted. It would be nice if she were just. She, but you know what? We got another movie. Another oh, movie. Yeah, she, you're she definitely. She can take names. The, um, she can do it. The sequel was announced before this movie came out. Oh, it's oh, 2017? Really? Yeah, yeah, 2017. Oh, the the sequel was announced before the movie, yeah, came out. It's an IMDb, yeah. it's in pre-production. They announced it at Comic-Con before the movie came out. Oh, it's like, no, this is when is the sequel's Is there a Starjammer movie? Did you guys? I, I am I'm not in, familiar I'm in the with part the of show Jammer business movie. that doesn't, yeah. uh, <laughs> that doesn't know what the fuck's happening. You know who I met the other night? Michael Sheen, uh, who is the Frost Nixon you know british uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so uh he's going out with sarah silverman and we're in the green room and she goes it's my boyfriend and i was like oh that's great i didn't know you have a new boyfriend i am jackie do you work in show business dude? and there was a pause and he goes i'm michael and i go nice to meet you and so we talk and he gets up he leaves the green room and i say to sarah so how long have you guys been going out she's like six months six months and i said what does he do <laughs> and she goes are you serious you don't know who he is and i was like oh shit uh Nope. I'm so sorry. And she goes, it's Michael Sheen. And I said, and I almost said related to, and I did not because he has a British accent. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm, go- I'm Googling him. That and doesn't she goes, matter. Please Google him. I mean, if you're going to use the, the, the name Estevez, all bets are off the ah, table. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but it was, yeah. But I mean, it's, yeah. So there's already another like Guardians. Gamora. So the end of the movie, went, and, then, and, then, and then Gamora says, you know, we'll follow you. Yeah, and he goes, all right, a little bit of good, little, little or what he says, a little yeah. bit of both, yeah. And then, and then, well, first I want, I we got to talk about this. The final teaser with Howard the Duck. Oh my god, I hysterical! Almost yeah. did a backflip <laughs> yeah. off the back row. Right, absolutely. I was hysterical. in the stadium seating, and I wanted to just jump into the screen. Yeah. It was so <laughs> awesome. And, okay. and that's what's so great too. It's like that's another expectation that got turned on its ear. Oh, we're gonna see a, a teaser to set up the next movie. No, no, we, we got aren't. A teaser that was just awesome. Unless there's going to be a own. Howard the Duck movie, there, and I would be like, though? you know what it did set up though? <laughs> it's um, uh, it shows oh, the collector could have anything. Get, no, no, you guys didn't. <laughs> no, Here, he gets it. He gets everything. Here's yeah, the thing he about the collector. He's first of all, he's on nowhere, and nowhere is spelled with a K, right? Nowhere, mm-hmm. and they changed it from the comic books, and it's the greatest. The fact that it's the celestial, the head of a celestial, yeah. and they're mining it for like bone marrow. Right. You're like, well, that's fucking cooler yeah. than it being an oasis, which is what it is in the comics. It's just mm-hmm. an oasis, like a truck stop. But the collector was introduced at the second Thor movie, right? And uh, that's was it the this second. Is, it wasn't an Iron Man. It was the second. Thor? No, second okay. second Thor movie. But this is like the Marvel movies are set up into like Phase One, which went into the Avengers. Now Phase Two is pretty much the Infinity Stones. So you see oh, yeah. all these Infinity Stones get collected, like uh, like that uh, Cosmic Cube. It was an yeah. Infinity Stone. And then this one was an Infinity Stone. I don't know how many there are. No, there's uh, there's seven, I think. There's seven, seven or nine. Okay. So oh, damn. You're gonna I'm so see, sorry. You're going to see more of them. Oh, Let's just say that. No, no, we've already, there's already three. Three, there's, okay. Uh, there's the, the, the darkness thing. They're making that into an Infinity Stone. It isn't. The 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 um the thing that uh, that Malekith had. The, oh, the dark really? Elf. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, right. a, that was one too. Because, and remember, the, here's the thing. You know the dog with the cone on his neck? Yeah. That's Cosmo. 
Cosmo runs nowhere. He had the collector had him as a as a as a he collects the collector is not necessarily a good guy, right? Because he collects things, but mm-hmm. he also collects things mm-hmm. whether you wish to be collected or not. He would right. like because him looking at Groot and just going, "I would like to collect you," and Groot going. Sure, if you need right. it. And then, and it was so great because the thing about Groot is that Groot has died like twice in the comics, but sure. Rocket Raccoon is always constantly walking around with like a sapling. He's just like, oh, he, I need he, a he cutting. Yeah, yeah, I just need a cutting. I'm just going to take a cutting with me. Well, that's a lot of times, like it also in the cartoons. Like if you see the Guardians of the Galax- Galaxy have shown up in, uh, like the Spider-Man crossovers and also in like the Avengers, the animated shows. Okay. And one of them is uh, Rocket Raccoon always uh, carries around Groot in a potted plant. Mm -hmm. But then what happens is um, when it's time to fight, then he goes big and then he goes back into the potted plant when it's over. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. um, The dancing thing at the the first button, I guess, when mm -hmm. when when Groot was dancing in the plant and then- Drax. uh, And then Drax- Turns yeah. and he stops. That was hilarious. I want to get back to the first. I want to say this: the "I am Groot" joke. That's the only thing he says. And when they first started doing that, I'm like, "Is this going to get old?" Yeah. No. And even though they did the cousin it joke, right, which has been done a bunch of times, somebody mm-hmm. cousin it, you know, from Adam yeah. Family goes, wait, and they go, "Oh, he, no, he's not." Like someone right. can understand. Someone can what understand. He's yeah, yeah, Rocket Raccoon has always been able to understand him. Sure, but whatever. But that joke's you been around it. for a while. You I was totally yeah, in. Even I was though- <laughs> normally I would see that joke and go, "Yeah, I've seen that joke a bunch." They, yeah, Adam's family did it in the '60s or the right, '50s right, or whatever. Right, right. So it is as long as. But it worked. They didn't overuse it, right? No, nope. and and um and and they commented on it. The fact mm-hmm. that that Peter Quill could not understand it was like, "Oh, this is going to get old." Is he yeah. actually said that in yeah. the movie? Well, the other thing too, I want to I want to first like um uh Chris Pratt. Okay, I like him in in Parks and Rec. My fear as I started to see him get into movies was, is this going to be another like Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, who just plays... Now, Jonah Hill obviously is broken away from that now that he's like Johnny Oscar contender. But a couple years ago, I was like, I'm done watching Jonah Hill play the same guy in every movie. Play Jonah Hill in every movie. Is Chris Pratt going to do this? Yeah. No. He wasn't... You know, in Parks and Rec, he's dumb. And he's funny. He's good at that. He's Mm -hmm. good at that part. He's not dumb in this. He's a badass who... Never grew up because he was adopted or abducted at age eight. Right. right. So he's just like a, he's still a kid. Yeah. But you know I what? fucking loved, I loved how. He was how, great. He was, he great, was great in it. Yeah. And I love too, like how, like the seemingly random events, especially at the beginning of the movie, you're like, oh, this is just kind of to move the story forward. It's kind of like a convenient contrivance. But no, every scene and every event was calculated and meant something else. Like, his mother was dying of cancer. You right. know, was waiting for the father to come back. Then all of a sudden, he walks out of the hospital, and there's a spaceship there. That makes no sense. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, no, that spaceship was sent to retrieve him by right. his father. father. Right. So, Which is another great yeah. thing they introduced to go, here's what the sequels are going to be about. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, looking for dad. Uh-huh. Right. Well, and his dad is uh, is like, I, I, I couldn't well, find... he's royalty because the Infinity Stone didn't uh, destroy him. Right, he is royalty, and uh, and he has some sister, and I forget who it is, but... Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was so. I was. I was worried that Groot was going to be that. That they weren't going to make Groot as cool as he is because Groot is cool. And the, there was one a, of the cooler. He was so cool character. He was so cool, and I was like, ah, oh, they're just going to make him a dumb tree. There and they were didn't. so many he pitfalls. So there were well, so he, many pitfalls in this movie, and they avoided all of them. Well, the yeah. thing about Groot, you could have made him dumb. Yes. Yeah, and literally two dimensional. 
But he he was he was a character. He was, he was yeah. his yeah. own person. His facial expressions yes. conveyed emotion. Yeah. The way he said, "I am Groot" each time, right. yep. and everyone's reactions mm-hmm. conveyed different emotions. I was like, mm-hmm. "Did you guys see the mini documentary thing at the end? Did you see it at the ArcLight?" No, so there, oh, but I didn't stay for it. Okay, because mm-hmm. Gunn got interviewed by the ArcLight people, and uh, uh, and and it was it was interesting because uh, the Gunn was talking about how Vin Diesel did hundreds of different readings for "I Am Groot" for every line. Like he 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 got the he got what he was supposed to be responding, and then he did "I am Groot" like a hundred times for every single one. Oh, that's wow. hilarious! So Vin Diesel was like, "No, I am in. I am in as yeah, Groot. Yeah. We are doing this." It was un. <laughs> it was really good, and 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 then um, well, here's the thing. Let me let me go back to the Gamora thing. If I had read the comic, I probably would have had the same yeah thing you had of right. like, don't fucking make her that way, not knowing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm in love with Zoe Saldana. <laughs> it was a pass. It was. I, I loved what she yeah, was doing. Yeah, she can do whatever she wants. She can do whatever she wants. And 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 yes, she does kind of always play this sort of badass who's got this big heart behind the yeah. armor. Mm-hmm. You know, she's very good at sort of being tough and vulnerable. Like that's sort of right. Gamora's vulnerability is more hidden. <laughs> right, right. Whatever her name is. Right. But yeah. then the, the, the you know he tells her about Footloose when he's trying to get her to oh, listen hilarious. to music. Yeah. And she goes, "I don't need your pelvic sorcery." Yeah. The fucking dialogue was goddamn amazing. And yes. then he's but he, all that shit where It was so meta and so self-referential. Yeah. It felt like a comic book. Well, the, well, the it did. Because he was abducted in 1988. So he has all, no other his references are all from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And his, like, you know, his mother hey, made Ranger a bit. Rick. Yeah. Like from early 70s. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the music was from the 70s because it was his mom's. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely fantastic. Oh, my God. Hey, back off, Ninja Turtles. Right. Like, oh Hilarious. He says, back off, Ninja Turtles. And then and then he's you know he's telling her about Footloose. And he's like, there's this you know town. And they all got sticks up their butt. She's like, what are you talking about? How, oh. how do they get sticks in their butts? <laughs> Let me tell you something about Drax. Drax in the comics, not as great as. He was so much better in the movie than well, he was guy, in the comics. Batista. He's a wrestler. Right. That's what I was trying to figure. out. In the yeah. movie, I'm like, I know I've seen this guy, and he was a wrestler. He was in mm-hmm. SmackDown, so mm-hmm. I was like, and oh, raw. so he. I looked him up. He, he got how to play the. He's meathead. funny. He's funny. Right. Yeah. Because all those wrestler guys are I mean, actors. Right. Which is yeah. so Sports funny. Entertainment. Because yeah. you don't see that guy with that set of. Trapezius, you know, um, right. the, the, the guy's no neck. That guy is yeah. not he's usually, meat, he's a gym man. rat. Right. He's yeah. a gym rat. Those guys are usually not hilarious with great timing. And he had great timing. Holy shit, yeah, yeah. that scene where he's like, didn't you see any? The literal thing, that was not in the comics, and that was the greatest. Yeah, oh, that was really funny. That was so great. And then that, that scene where he's talking about something, and he's like, didn't you hear me? He goes, oh, I was thinking about something else. Yeah. <laughs> the arguments they had yeah, were fucking great. hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt... It's just twelve percent. What do you do? Twelve percent. I have twelve percent of a That's plan. Than Eleven. Yeah. Oh, shut up! Yeah. You know, like Groot. He's mad at Groot for saying. Here we that. are standing up like a bunch of jackets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm standing too. Is that good? Is that great? Now we're all well, they standing. All, and and the the heartfeltness of the they're all broken. That the, the this the, misfit camaraderie yeah. was so the compelling. Where Rocket goes. You call me a, a vermin. You, you call me a yeah. freak or whatever. He goes. Do you think I like being this way? I was like, Oh my god! Yeah, right. Because he's some horrible experiment and he yeah. knows it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and what's then, a raccoon? Yeah, that was great in the beginning. It's like, what's a raccoon? It's like you, you were <laughs> a raccoon. Well, you the, were the uh, thing. But when he does the thing with Drax, when Drax is about to kill Gamora, yeah, and he talks him down, he goes, "Then, then you can do this," and he does the line across his oh, neck. Yeah. Goes, oh, Peter Quill. Yeah, yeah Peter yeah. Quill does that. And he goes, well, "Why would I run my finger across my neck?" Yeah. No, no, kill him. And he's trying to get yeah. the. Yeah. You've seen no, this, right? Yeah. Like people know that. That's a common thing. Is that yeah. right? Is yeah. that is this a common thing? Yeah. And the oh, the like the guy in the prison who is like, no, no, I've heard of that. Who's like, and then. Drax takes this knife and he was like, "Oh, I like that knife." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, every even like the every single line, every line was like, "I'm gonna out. need that guy's leg." Yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm like, no. I'm gonna need that guy's eye. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. Need yeah. That eye. He's like <laughs> giggling, <laughs> wanting to get the leg just to get it. They spend yeah. all that. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's something you come up with in a writer's room, and an executive goes, "No, no, we can't yeah. do we that. We can't do yeah. that. <laughs> that." People won't get it. They won't get yeah. it. Oh my god, you're so wrong. Here's, here's the thing, too. Like you guys said it earlier. This wasn't a superhero movie. No. This no. was a this was comic, science book, fic- comic book this science comic fiction book movie. movie. It's a Star Wars movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, really. Yeah. But it, I felt like I was watching... Well, well, Star Wars was old comic books and old westerns. I yeah. mean, that's what this... This was like when... You, like, Space you, western. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were reading a comic book where like Iron Man and Avengers, again, like we all love those. Yep. Those are superhero movies. They're right. very different. They're these big iconic characters that we all know and are but like, they're, but every single one of these movies has been some other genre, right? right. Like the the Captain America one was a um, was a war movie, the mm-hmm. first one, yeah, and the second one was a spy movie, yes. right? Right, and then the 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 Avengers was or or whatever. But I mean, the Thor were yeah. Lord of the Rings movies, right. yeah. Thor were all sword and sorcery mm-hmm. bullshit, Especially you know, Thor and two. awesome, Thor two definitely, for sure. definitely, oh, for yeah. sure, sword and sorcery. But it was, and they're all. I'm just on board. I think this year, I think my two favorite Marvel movies so far out of all of them have been Captain America, Winter Soldier, and mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's fucking if awesome I, if I had summer. To, if I had to ra- yeah. rank Winter all Soldier's ten, and I've, an liked, amazing movie. and I've liked all of them. I can't even say there's any I haven't yeah. liked, but I would say those two have been my favorite. And what does Sony, <laughs> what do they see when they watch this Gar- Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy or Winter Like, what do they see? What does Warner Brothers see? What the Oh, are they doing? Warner Brothers, man. How fucking, I mean, here's the thing. And I How think, sad are they that they can't make a, and I love, oh, we can't make a Wonder Woman movie because people don't really want to see a strong woman character. Uh, there were two in this thing, Nebula and Gamora. And you're like, you're out of your mind. Are you the dumbest? Like, read the Wall Street Journal how the female economy, like they taught, it's women are, are driving the fucking economy. Yeah, Just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, we're probably going to have a female president next. Yeah. Like, wake up. Mm, she will be white, though. <laughs> well, thank God. Yeah, yeah. here, here. Finally. Oh. Here, here. <laughs> you know what you hear here. Talk Stacey. about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Get it it's back a, on track. Yeah. But um, so, so the Nova Corps, here's my thing about the Nova Corps. Yes. I love the Nova. Now, now someone who doesn't is not as familiar with the Nova Corps, explain to me what the Nova Corps is. The Nova Corps is essentially Green Lantern for Marvel. Got you know, it. it's the Green okay, Lantern see, Corps. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So the Nova Corps is essentially space police. Okay. And um, and each one of them ha- is in a quadrant, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody gets everybody like which is exactly like Green, which Lantern. is exactly yeah. like Green, which is I'm sure they ripped it off or the one of the you know how they do sure Swamp Thing, Animal Man, whatever <laughs> Man Thing, <And> Man Thing, <laughs> whatever it is. And uh, <laughs> so, but I love Nova Corps so much because the Nova Corps was was. Now, do and, they have powers, Nova Corps? 
they have helmets that have all the powers. Got and it. so the okay. thing so is, they have is technology. They have technology, mm-hmm. but the weird thing is, is that they're 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 essentially each superheroes, and they powered them down for this thing. Oh, and they stuck them in those pods, and they put and them they, they put them in ships. Yeah, and they put them in tiny that ships. That was goddamn amazing, though. When they put together that net, yeah, yeah. to stop to the, stop uh, the ship, to stop yeah. the ship, and that thing kept growing. Yeah, it was, and from a from a, a VFX point of view, that looked oh, that looked like every VFX artist in the world was working on this movie. <laughs> oh, shit, right? No, no, it was five minutes of just VFX. It, it India so was like, we don't have enough people. Right, there's like three or four VFX houses involved yeah, in yeah. or whatever, man. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's amazing. So they, they did an amazing job. But but the Nova because what happens it, with the Nova and it happened right around the time, of, because they're taking different pieces from different, from comics, right? Mm-hmm. right. Like they always do. You know, they, they're, they're like, mm-hmm. we're going to take the best of this sure. run, we're going to take the best of that run. Mm-hmm. And with the what happened was, is <coughs> with Thanos and the Annihilation, uh, there was this whole thing with the cancerverse and all this stuff, and the Nova Corps got decimated, and Glenn Close was killed, and no, but uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> but like Nova Prime, the entire Nova Corps supposedly was wiped out, leaving mm. one remaining Nova, of course, a human, and a guy named Richard Ryder, who is from the human world, and uh, and and so what he did was he took his helmet and he downloaded. Everything from Xander, which is where the, the like, I, there's no reason why all those Novas would be on that planet, except for that it was Xander, and that's the Nova homeworld. That's oh. essentially where the Academy is, I think. Okay. So maybe that's what they all were. Maybe they were all Academy scouts. I've, I've, I've put some thought into it. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> but um, but if they do a Nova, if they do a Nova, because Nova meets uh, like Thanos and Drax and Gamora. They fight the Cancerverse in this great annihilation thing that was, I barely remember, because it was like two years mm-hmm. ago and there was this whole thing about the Kings and the Black Bolt and and, and Because whatever. you see about like with Thanos, that's like huge sprawling story arcs when you yeah. get into him and like, you know, this is like universe and planets and peril and right. all that big giant, like the same thing with like the Green Lantern Corps type stories where it's like you know you have all the lanterns from the different planets but then you also have um a villain that's not threatening a city or planet that's threatening the the galaxy the universe yeah and that's that's what i think marvel does a better job is that because you can get sucked into the no the story's too big the story's too big we can't we can't do anything and they're like well then we're just gonna make it about these five people and we're gonna talk about these other nine people but it's just gonna be about that one guy yeah it's, so they, they they don't get sucked in because that's I think was the problem with the Green Lantern story is they they were they were thrown by the scope of the the Green Lantern Corps from right. what I've heard right yeah I, I th- well we had the writer in here a few weeks ago he right? talked about it did he yeah. talk? the Green Lantern uh, movie yeah um, so well it, I want to say I want to just say to this real quick too because I I cannot say enough how once Disney took over Marvel their Disney like I you know learn their lesson with Pixar and and they're letting the Marvel people run the Marvel do properties. Right. Do it until they drop the ball and then And they're then hiring they're How? hiring the right filmmakers. Like when do you think <laughs> yeah. do you think not, do you think not Mick, foreseeable. I mean do you think Mick G or Brett Ryder will ever get one of these Marvel movies? Ever, never never, never, never in a fucking never. million years. Man. I mean I'm sure Thank James God. Gunn was probably like they had to convince them to take a chance on him. But I'll bet Marvel was behind him like no he, he can do a really good job. Because what do you guys a, know about the Ant Man thing? 
or oh, Edgar you know Wright b- uh, bowed out, so we don't know what's going on with I that. Know. Right, right, but there now. was some sort of drama, and they wanted to change his script, and he was like, it well, was, he well, was, yeah, you know, we don't know the whole story, but that's it was creative differences, basically. Where yeah, he walked and out so on. and and Joss Whedon supposedly supported him, and yeah, who knows? Who knows? But, what, what the actual what the actual um, script but, was that was on the page? Like I mean, I those guys are bit, man, Sony and 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 Warner Brothers are business corporate fuckheads who are trying to copy a trend and they realize it's not the trend you should be copying it's the stories and the quality of what the product get get out of your own way the disney is letting the comic nerds fucking run it right yeah and they're making it awesome and you know it's a shame warner brothers was going in that direction and i'm not sure what happened like jeff johns was running a lot of the yeah. Um, stuff over there and with the DC properties but it's almost like without Christopher Nolan that was just a fluke like he now, was this like now, and I'm not even sure with DC too and Warner Brothers there's some bright gems over there they're just not in movies I mean you look well, at like those animated straight to DVD movies fantastic and you also well, look Teen at Teen Titans would be super fun Teen Titans also would be the greatest Arrow. Arrow is a fantastic show. Right. Well, and that's turned into a great show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but here's here's a th- here's what I think happened with Warner Brothers is I think the Chris Nolan thing was a fluke. And they were like, Oh, well then everything has to be dark. You know, it's gotta be Could dark, be. Batman. Be. Right. Yeah. Because now Superman's dark and the Justice League's gonna be dark sure. and you're like, Oh my god, that new trailer. Da- Jesus. Not everyone's dark. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's so- yeah. Superman's bright and shiny for the yeah. love of God. For the, the love of God, he's a happy man. Have you seen yeah. the new trailer yet? The Superman no. versus Batman? Oh my god. No. It's uh I- I'm Sad watching sack. this trailer and all I can think of is like, oh, so this is another movie where Superman doesn't get any lines. He literally he stares at Batman while Ben Affleck uh, talks. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's, but, go, back, let's, let's go back. Let's go back. But that's tears. a long let's ways go back away. To Marvel. So let's talk <laughs> let's about. Go, let's, let's go like, back into specifics of the film. Yeah, you know what? Here, here's one of the things that I absolutely loved. I loved the pacing and the way this movie just unfolded. And this is all the credit to the um, filmmakers. And I mean, it was written by and directed by James Gunn with another writer. There's and, a couple uh, other writers. Yeah, there's a couple other writers. Um, there was. And one I really I can't remember the name. I there really, was Nicole Perlman. Uh-huh. Yeah, is James Gunn. And um, well, then the, then then Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning were the comic book people. Sure, sure. that story, yeah, that yeah, story. Yeah. So right? screenplay was Gunn and, and Nicole Perlman. Now yeah. this is uh, what I really loved about it was um, you're watching this film, and they did not take one line for granted. She's she's one real quick, Nicole. Uh-huh. Nicole Perlman the, on IMDb. Her only other writer credit is the Black Widow treatment. Oh, I'm excited for that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder what her connection is to yeah. <laughs> James Gunn. Um, so anyway, what I loved about this movie was that, like I said, the pacing, um, the script, not every line was unique. You're looking at the and every it was delivered in a way that like kept you interested. Like there was no line or scene or action that was taken for granted. Like, oh, we just got to put this in here to right. you know to serve the movie. No. Everything was well thought out, well planned, and it was fun. And this is, you know, another great example of like this was still a popcorn movie, but it was a brilliant, fun popcorn movie yeah. that I'm going to see again in the movie theater and I'm also going to own. Right. Yeah. So it, it's it's amazing. It was a really great movie, and it was one of those movies too that when you first and it 
It it had an uphill climb when it first got announced. I was like, "Oh God, how what are the, this is ridiculous! It's going to be what an Avengers in space and with different characters yeah, that is. you don't care about." Yeah. Um, no. and again, but you were worried, and and yeah. I think it was it's worrisome until I saw the first trailer. Then I went, "Oh, oh right, I got it." Because got of, it. well, because okay. of the music and the and the hilarity, yeah. Yeah. you were just like, yeah, "Well, like, they're going to nail this." Yeah, oh, it's boy. exactly what I thought well, when I saw I just, the first trailer. I was like, "All right, I'm on I board." I took me I'm a done. second or third trailer. The first trailer, <laughs> I was like. Are we just going to have Parks and Rec in space? Like, is this his Johnny Cause you, Joke Well, because you, you know that guy. Right. right. Um, I, I don't watch sitcoms. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I watch I... the ones that are on planes when I fly. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That, now, now, let's talk about Bradley Cooper as uh, Rocket. Now, there's also a motion capture um, actor, too, that did uh, Rocket Raccoon. So but, his brother, right? Uh, Gunn's brother? Uh, possibly. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I don't remember. But uh, um, I thought, and there's another casting thing. I'm like, really? Bradley Cooper? Is he going to be able to pull this off? And yes, the answer is yes. Oh, the answer is definitely uh, yes. Uh, and, and it's the first time, too, uh, actually since Lord of the Rings, where a CG character kind of stole the scenes that they were in. Um, yeah. Where it's, you're looking well, at, like, you almost, and the detail is so good, you forget that you're, oh, I'm watching a CG character. Yeah. Because the way the characters and the actors interact so beautifully, um, you forget that they're not even on the screen. As the, right. They're not even and, on set as, mm-hmm. as these other actors are acting. And, you know, Zoe Saldana used to date Bradley Cooper. Okay. So I really felt like her disdain of Rocket was... Le- I felt, <laughs> <laughs> it felt, it felt legit. It felt legit. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but like the scene where, where he's doing the prison break, where Rocket's doing the prison break and how mm-hmm. he orchestrates all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's calling the shots. It's like you said, I didn't even... It didn't even dawn on me that they were looking at a green screen person until you just brought it up. I mean, logically, yeah. I knew that was happening, but I was so riveted. The technology was so good, and his voice right. acting was so on it that I was just like, oh, yeah, of course they're following the raccoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he's on the set with them. Yeah. There's somebody in a raccoon suit right. that is sit there. Well, that's that a real talking yeah. raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's not right. a guy in a suit. Right. That is not. Now, that what, is. now, is that, Jackie, let me ask you the backstory for Rocket, too, because I know sometimes in the animated um Itinerate. You've seen the animated shows, right? I've seen the animated I've shows. Never, and yeah. one of the, like uh, Nova, who is uh, Iron Man's kind of protege, okay. he knows the Guardians of the Galaxy. And Rocket came to recruit him for a mission. And, oh, yeah. And the first thing Spider Man said, Well, what? Oh, my God, a talking raccoon. And the first thing, of course, is, I'm not a raccoon. Right. And what it, um, but the backstory there was it's a race of beings that look exactly like earth raccoons. Right. And he is not uh right. And he's the last one of his kind. What they've done in the movie is they've done some sort of retcon thing where they've made him into some sort of like Wolverine like character, like a genetic experiment. Yeah. Genetic experiment. And you're like, okay, all right. So that wasn't in the comics. That was not in the comics. He's, okay. But he's supposed to be from his own planet of raccoons you know that what? are not raccoons. It worked. It worked, it worked. like a charm. <laughs> yeah. Just fine. Just well, fine. there's that scene where he's got his vest off or whatever, and and I think it was Peter Quill sees this like metal, whatever, right. experimental shit yeah. on his back, and he's like, oh, God. Yeah, everybody's got a story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is great. I mean, that's it's Peter Quill, The my two... The the nitpickiest things in the world was my Gamora thing, and then Peter Quill was a little shiny. He was just a little bit too much with the with the hitting on the ladies, where you're like, yes, but a little too careless in that. Like not enough. I mean, how is what do you mean? How is Peter Quill in the comics? In the comics, he not as he gets uh, laid, but he doesn't. He's, he's not, not like quite Shatner. as. Yeah, he's not an asshat. He's, he doesn't. He remembers people's names. He doesn't. You know, he's just like, "Did you have a good time? I'm leaving, but did you have fun? Because I'm going." Right. And I mean, he he wants everyone have to have the valet see you out. Right. Right. It's not. It it isn't. It isn't this sort of shiny. Um, oh, oh, it's over. You should probably get out. 
which is a little more of Peter Quill's kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It isn't that bad in the comics. Right. He's, Interesting. He's, he's a little bit more present mm-hmm. <laughs> in his. Uh, he's he's a jackass, but he's not. Right. Yeah. But I. Lo- how how great was that message that he sends the Nova Corps? He's like, I'm an asshole, but I'm. Yeah, <laughs> that was I'm great. Hundred percent, yeah. Dick. I'm not hundred percent. Riley says, <laughs> says well, "What do you think?" Well, no one's a hunt can be a hunt. <laughs> John C. Riley was awesome, man. Oh, yeah. everyone! It was but, Benicio but, del Toro. There's got to be some deleted scenes that have more of like John C. Riley and all these other. Characters. Oh yeah, you know, again, everything to to go back to how great the story was and how great the acting was. At the end, you know, John C. Riley hates Peter Quill, mm-hmm. but then at the end, he goes, "Hey, man, I have a family, and you saved them." Right. And it's like, and then at the end of the movie, goes and walks in the door, and you see them, and they they can, and that could be so cheesy and so dumb. Yeah, there were a couple of, yeah, they handled it quite well. They handled it. You believed it. You bought it. There were a couple of um, kind of schmaltzy scenes in it where you're like, no, no, that's what a comic book has in it. It has a couple of heartfelt. And that's what they do. Yeah, they, they, and that's the and that's the that's also the crux of that team and the story because the first, uh, you know, not even more than two thirds of the movie, it's like, who are these dipshits? Right. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why are they? Right. When are they going to earn the title of this film? I don't yeah, see yeah. that happening. <laughs> when it starts to come together, and those scenes where. Where again, you get Gamora's backstory. You know, she says, "I was I was abducted. He he killed my parents in front of me. I yep. was tortured by these people." So then that scene where I she was goes, turned into a weapon I was turned into a weapon, and she says, "My whole life I've been surrounded by what people I hate or my enemies. So I'd yeah. rather die with my friends." Yep, right. that's fucking awesome. That's man. a great line, and yeah. it's and also sums up who she is mm-hmm. and what this team is about. Yeah. All these broken people who find each other and come together. It was yep. fucking awesome, man. It was great. I mean, and 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 Drax goes because you know he's mad because his 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 family his, was yeah, wife right. and daughter was murdered by um uh, Thanos. Thanos. Yep. And Ronan. And Ronan. He goes well. If I die with you guys, I get to see my wife and child. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was like, that's exact. That's that's who he is. He didn't yeah. deviate. Right. You know, I hate it when they set something up with a character and then they say or do something. And you're like, what well, this fucking idiot? We that never didn't do match. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. And that's the skill of the screenwriter. It yeah. Really is mm-hmm. it where you know you have consistent characters um, with dialogue all the way through from beginning to end. Yeah, Yandu. It was uh, you know because he was an original Guardian of the Galaxy and and he he did his his arrows. I was so glad he kept, you know, moving his coat to show that arrow yeah. mm-hmm. that could move when he whistled, and that's how it was in the comics, like uh, back in the day, I guess, as uh, he could orchestrate where the damn arrow went with right. whistling. But the fact that they finally used it, yeah, and he exactly. killed a half an army yeah. with mm-hmm. one arrow, yeah, went yeah. through all of them, <laughs> and the went ship. through their armor. I fucking yeah. loved that. <laughs> it was perfect. I was like, don't introduce a whistling arrow into the plot. And that's Michael what Chekhov said. Oh, great! Was great. nailed it. Nailed yes, it. it was. It was like, and he's been in a million things. If you see, yeah. million things, and exactly, you could see it like, oh, Michael Rooker's going to phone it in or whatever. No, no, uh-uh. no, no, he was nobody, on board. Yeah, nobody phoned it in. No one phoned no. it in. Yeah. And I think again, uh, there's a thousand cameos in it too that you won't even notice. Like, like Nathan Fillion is in it. Where as, <laughs> he's uh, like the big uh, prisoner. That uh, really, yeah. There's um, uh, Lloyd Kaufman is in it. No uh, yeah, yeah. There's if you look down, there's like all these little cameos that you would never know are in there until you until you look at the credit list. <laughs> oh, cool! Wow. Are you guys watching Agents of Shield? No. Oh, so good. 
Mm. So good. This uh, makes me. This makes me want to go to. Okay, now read off some of the names, Graham, as you're looking at some um, of the people. Um. Well, let's see. There's uh, Nick Holmes. There's and I think Seth Green was Howard the Duck. Oh, really? Really? That uh, makes me like it less. Let me see. No. Uh, <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh my God! There was a ton of people in this. Yeah, this goes on forever. Rob Zombie. Yeah, he was uh, the um, Ravager Navigator voice, uh, and James Gunn was. It was in the mask. He was a maskless. Yeah. Sicarian. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, there was a there was a ton of people. If you check it out, when you see it on your second or third time, look for uh, some of these cameos. Yeah, Seth Seth Green. Yeah, Seth Green was Howard the Duck's yeah, yeah. voice. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, this this film. Like, so I think everyone must have known too when they were shooting. Like, this is going to be awesome. Yes. We can't talk about it. We're not going to be able to talk about it till Comic Con, but it's going right. to be awesome. Just, I mean, if you read that script, you would you couldn't stop laughing. Right. It would just be you'd be psyched. So I I'm really happy with the way this came out. And the thing that I love about it too is what it does for the industry. Like that when you have a um, a new property, it's a new IP that no one's ever heard of, and mm-hmm. that's the truth. You oh, take it, yeah. and you've taken a chance on a director whose films have made very little money, even no. if you add them all together. <laughs> but someone has a, um, a a real vision, and you just take that swing, and it's a huge home run. Mm-hmm. But Nicole Ryder, Nicole, she's. That's this is her first script according to IMDb. Yeah, right. She's not some I'm trying to find her. I was just looking her up to see if she had written comics. Yeah. I can't even find her. She's new. She just found yeah. this new person to come in and do something right. great. Wow, right. there's yeah. an idea. Turns out. Yeah, look, oh, a new voice. Hey, maybe not have JJ Abrams do everything from right. now on. Yeah, really? Star Trek and Star Wars? Does he really? Does he need both? Yeah, man. Uh, so I'm really on board with the sequel. Uh, now, you know, I don't know, maybe 2020, around there, we're going to see Avengers Guardians of the Galaxy crossover. You know it's going to be oh, coming into head into one yeah. giant there's, movie. And there's no reason not to not to get the Star Jammers involved. Why not? They're do out it. there. They're do out it. there. Why not? And I wish my... What I do wish, and this is, again... Another time, I wish Cosmo would have talked. You know, when he's licking uh, the collector's face at the end of it and Howard the Duck makes the crack, mm-hmm. you're just like, no, Cosmo could talk. Actually, he's telepathic. He doesn't really talk. <laughs> and he's Russian. He's a cosmonaut. He's, well, a, he's a Russian cosmonaut that gets sent out into space next movie. by the Russians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just like, yeah, all of it. The, the, they save okay. Nova Prime, but it mm-hmm. still gets, a lot of it gets blown up. Yep. Right. Um, how they save it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. You I, know, and the, and I, the I new Nova this. right now is a, is a kid. Sam Alexander has the Nova helmet, and he's fifteen, and and oh. it's great. It's a it's it's better than Spider Man mm-hmm. because it's just essentially what Spider Man initially was, which is uh, if you're a superhero and you're fifteen, turns out you also have to go to class. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and so he's out in space talking to the Watcher. Now, and <laughs> is the Nova Corps also where um like. Iron Man sidekick Nova. Yeah. That's that's the same. I th- same. Uh, is that the same? Does Iron Man have he, a, side, he has, a Nova well, sidekick? He had, well, they. Well, they he was do, he was out fighting together. with the with the Guardians of the Galaxy he was, for but, a little while. But then he came back and you yeah, know, he was on Iron break. Man sometimes. Yeah, he decided to take a break. So I'm not sure, like, because it's he has a helmet. 
his power. Well, if, yeah, if, if he's, I mean, and they might not have stuck all the Novas in their helmets because right, right. Uh, Peter Quill has a helmet. Right. And they didn't, even though it's a different a helmet. A magic helmet. Did you see that, though? That graphic of each of those pods that they had? When they expanded, it was the Nova Corps logo on the back of it. It was really? so fucking cool. It was just like when, no. when, when, when they uh-uh. made that net, mm-hmm. it was just one, it was just a pop, pop. Pop, pop, and it was a, a million Nova Corps symbols, and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Wow. I, didn't so see it. Cool. I have to see it again to see That's all this amazing, stuff. amazing, Yeah, man. and there was, and I saw some boring, some guy who looked bored uh, standing in the background of what was clearly something CGI. I need to see it again if that's really a reflection of a gaffer or a boom guy. Yeah, what scene? It was, it was the scene when Gamora is, no, not Gamora, because... Uh, Her sister? Nope. Uh, there was, it, it was, it was, uh, uh, Star-Lord and Gamora are on the Ravager's ship. And so Rocket and Drax and Groot are on their ship. And Drax is like, we got to go save him. Groot is like, we have to go save him. And Rocket's like, why do we have to go save him? And uh, and then they're doing the thing about how, what they're going to do. And they're like, well, Drax, you're going to stand on top. And they, he's he's describing the two sh- where the two ships are. And there's a shot of the two ships. And in the reflection is just some guy standing there. With a boom mic? With, With like a boom a, mic? Yeah, just bored. Just All leaning. Right. Well, we uh, we'll look for that in the second viewing too. Uh, but this was this was an amazing film. You guys got to go see it. It's well worth yeah, your you time, and you got to see it in the uh, in the movie theater. It's definitely. And I didn't worth see three D. Did you guys see three D? No, don't need to see three D. I didn't need to see it. In no, it was fine. Um, and none of you out there listening do either. You're not going to yeah. miss anything. I don't. And, yeah, oh. it's. I, I'm glad they're still working on 3D. I don't know what I want them to do with it, but it doesn't have to be everything. No, it doesn't. It has to be very special movies. It has to be like Avatar was great in 3D. Gravity movies, was pretty great. Movies where the 3D enhances yep. the story. Yeah, it, Hugo was yeah. amazing in oh, 3D. Wow. All right, yeah, Hugo immersion a, stuff. How to Train Your Dragon. I how saw to that. Train Your Dragon was in 3D great. 3D was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. But the, everything doesn't have to be. No, no I don't need doesn't. to see it all. It doesn't. We just listed all the ones. Oh, that's you it. You have to. That's it. <laughs> that's Those it. three. Yeah. Rocket. Um, all right. And step it up. Anything else anybody <laughs> wants step to up add 3D. to Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> um, I, I got to say, too, I was. Um, it, it's one of those movies, too. It, it exceeded my expectations and then some. It was. Um, it, it lives up to the hype. Now, obviously, we don't want to overhype it too much. We want you guys to go out and enjoy it, but yeah, it yeah. is great. It, it's the movie of the summer. Yeah, do, yeah don't, don't worry about it. Just do, yeah, don't think about it too much. I hope yeah, you enjoy it. Just go and enjoy it. Yeah. Well, if you've already seen it, I hope you share these views because. Uh, it's fucking rad. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. It was super fun. Maria Bamford liked it. And she there isn't a science fiction comic book movie that I've ever I went and saw Hellboy with her. She walked out. <laughs> Granted it was Hellboy. Yeah. But uh she was like too violent. Yeah. And I was like, oh What stop. about like Avengers and Iron Man and stuff? Did she like those or she didn't she didn't see them. Mm. <laughs> She's never seen any of them. This is her first Marvel movie. No, I, I'm trying to decide whether or not to take my daughter or not because she's nine. She's like right on the cusp of like this might be appropriate or not. Like because uh, it's appropriate it is, for everyone. It's pretty, I don't care well, if the kids four. It's, uh, yeah. it's pretty violent. So I'm it not. Is. I'm not sure. Like she'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> but what's weird is she's like more interested in seeing like uh, she's bugging me to see the new Planet of the Apes movie, which is much more violent. Oh much my god! And uh, I'm like, no, you can't see that movie. That yet, movie so. too soon. That, yeah. I, yeah. I saw the original Planet of the Apes on television mm-hmm. when I was seven. Was Nightmares a for a couple of weeks. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. uh, to this day, I still get creeped mm-hmm. out. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm not sure. I'm, I'm reading like online. How about Lucy? Did was you guys it? see Lucy? I have not seen Lucy yet. But I Dean seen Haglund Lucy has either. a review on the site. He All does. Right. So. Did you? I saw Chef. 
Are you going to put that up or no? It's up. It's up right now. Oh, it's up right now. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was essentially, it's You've Got Mail, but with Twitter. It was adorable, quite honestly. <laughs> and a food truck. It's a food, yeah, it's a food network meets you got, You've got You've Got mm-hmm. Mail. With a ton of stars in it. And it's fantastic, because John Favreau. Right. And John Leguizamo was amazing, and the kid was great. It was a very sweet, sweet movie. I, I, oh, good. You're going to want to watch it on TBS late at night, every time. Perfect. I'll see it on a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you, sure. and that's yeah. where it belongs. It belongs on a plane. <laughs> it belongs on Deep Cave. Well, deep cable. Deep cable. It's all good. Um, Second, all right, guys. Tier. Well, that's our, our well, spoiler up number twenty. Well, this was, and this is, uh, this is like I said, been one of my favorite movies of the summer. You got to go see it. It's just uh, really, really fun. And we want to thank our sponsor, uh, Bartez. Projectbartez.com, yeah. guys. Go. Check check out. It's free. Free comic and at uh, Project Bartez on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Check out their Facebook page and any fans that got something they want to promote, email us. Yeah, yeah. Give you, you guys could five dollar download my uh, my my Horcrux special if you want. Well, yeah, Jackie. What do you got? Where yeah, people, let's, uh, let's all things allthingsrecords.com slash mm-hmm. Jackie mm-hmm. is uh, if you go to my website, jackiecation.com, you get too much nonsense. So uh, <laughs> do it. Get dipped. Now, but if you don't want the download and you want the actual physical CDs That's and right, DVDs, Comedy Film Nerds. You can just go right to Comedy Film Nerds you and can get, you, you, can you can get, get everything. Kit. Yeah, you can you, get the kit. You, you, you get a truckload of nonsense from mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah. You get <laughs> all the CDs. You get a t-shirt. You get everything. And I'm going to print Force Magnet. Right. Spooky Reading Girl bookmarks coming. Really? Yeah, that's very nice. Who doesn't want a bookmark? Uh, I love I just, bookmarks. I love a bookmark. I, I pick up an Alice Ro- Alex Ross bookmark every time at Comic Con. He has oh, that I, giant table, and it's always a piece of artwork on the bookmark. Oh, that that's great. Yeah. And guys, listen to Dork Forest. We've both been on it. It's a great I, podcast. I love that podcast. Super fun. I just had uh, Doug Mellard on talking about Magnum PI for an hour. Oh, he loves wow. Magnum PI. I was like, what's happening? That's a good <laughs> show. I, I think two episodes before, I had Rhea Butcher on talking to me about a. Uh, Back to the Future movies, mm-hmm. all and I was like, "Could you talk about them for an hour?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah fine. I can't. No we didn't problem. get to three. Did you wow. know that Carl Sagan said that Back to the Future Two was one of the best uh, time travel movies of all time? No, Carl I didn't know Sagan. That. Wow, <laughs> hilarious. Dorkforest.com people. <laughs> <laughs> but the Horcrux album is and, and DVD. They're new, and uh, they're and right I'm in the comedy film nerd store. And, very proud uh, of They're great. Tour dates. Anyone? Oh, uh, August. I'm I'm all over. I'm in Ohio this week. Uh, and I'm uh, I'm doing weird one nighters in Cincinnati, Columbus, and Dayton, uh, which are going to be awesome. And then uh, the following week, I'm at Crackers for Gen Con. Anybody going to Gen Con, which is the board game convention? Somebody in Indianapolis, yes. Somebody yes. Film? Oh yeah, because Andy's pitching. I would a, bet a million a dollars. Board game. Some of our audience is going there. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, he's pitching a board game, and I'm going to be doing Crackers downtown uh, in oh, Indianapolis. And so a little crossover. If you want to see uh, Andy's board game, is called Brutiki, and it's where Norse gods discover the South. Sea Islands and they go native, and uh, so it's <laughs> brutiki. It's great. it's kind of like settlers in the like it's it's but kind with of, powers, but with bridges, and you get mm-hmm. to move islands around. And you, you guys, if you haven't seen Jackie live, go. You gotta check her. She's out. hilarious. I do stand up comedy. You she come does see tells me a joke out of my joke hole. Oh, and also, uh, we're she's going to be signing a couple more comedy film nerds books because in she about wrote moments. A, yeah, <laughs> and uh, moments. And come she, in the garage without putting yeah, a sharpie. No, you're gonna you're, you're gonna yeah yeah you're gonna get a sharpie in four seconds. Go outside and have a I might have a brown. Outside. Yes, outside. you will. Yes. Inside, there's ants. Yeah, there's ants. <laughs> we don't want there to be ants, Jackie. No. I had to eat them outside like a goddamn animal. Yeah. <laughs> like a raccoon. <laughs> like a goddamn rocket raccoon. What's, what's a raccoon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
so, so Comedy yeah. Film Nerds Guides to Movies. Comedy yeah. Film Nerds Guides to Movies, check it oh, out. Yeah. Um, I've got some tour dates coming up. Um, I will be in Hong Kong. Uh, so Whoa. Thank you, Jackie Cation, who set this gig up. up with That's... Michael Dorsher. That guy's um, great. He's awesome. And Jackie, you, you went over there, You and this guy emailed amazing. me based on your recommendation. Which sure. Is, so... Hello, China. Thank Jackie. All right. So I will be in Hong Kong the 25th through the 30th of August. Mm -hmm. I was going to go to Kuala Lumpur, but that didn't work out. So now I'm going to be going to Beijing and Shanghai um, the like 1st through the 6th of September. Wow. So as I get those specific dates, guys, I will release them. So I'm sorry, Kuala Lumpur, that's not going to happen. But uh, all over, All over Hong Kong and China, huh? Yeah, we're going all into mainland China. You know what they got there every day? Chinese food. What? Nice. Mm-hmm. Really? The Chinese Where's food. it at? Knock yourself out. Um, and, uh, and a Subway sandwich. And, Don't forget <laughs> yeah. to go to the Subway <laughs> sandwich. Oh, I can't wait to get the KFC. Yeah, there, there's, there's probably a Subway right on the Great Wall <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the Starbucks. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll be. And then uh, I am uh, headlining the Improv in Hollywood, California, September 13th. Woohoo! Uh, yes. And then this just got added. I'm headlining Zanies. In Rosemont, uh, September seventeen through twenty. So check oh, that out. And I'm at I'm at Zany's uh, downtown, the twenty fifth and to the twenty eighth of September. Shazam, yeah. Shazam, mm-hmm. um, and, and Portland, it, Oregon. Before that, but you're you is it GrahamElwood.com? Is that go what? to GrahamElwood.com? Also Very at the cool. ComedyFilmNerd.com website. Excellent, and, and then, I will be home. I will not be touring <laughs> will you be the next. Raising couple your weeks. children, I will be raising my children and uh, launched beautiful. a comic book with Mark Wade over at Comic Con, and uh, we what? just announced it. It is a long ago and far away, and there. I will let you guys know um, when it goes into production. He was on. I was at the. Chris was on the panel with Mark Wade, and Mark Wade was announcing all these new comics for Thrill Brent, and Long Ago and Far Away was one, was one of them. Of it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Fucking Mark <laughs> Wade, brother. Yeah. That's awesome. Jackie doling so out high fives. Yeah. <laughs> I doling out high fives. But, uh, you know, I'm very feminine. I like to do a lot of high yeah. five. I'm saving up for the fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. This is super fun. Yeah, oh, we're so glad to have you. We knew you were the perfect person for the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we saw that when we saw that on the line of slate, like in yeah. February. We're like, oh, Jackie's coming in yeah, the yeah. garage yeah. this summer. <laughs> and she did. We're going to be happy, or we're going to be furious. <laughs> um, oh, thank God, we're thank happy. God. Well, we'll see you in December again for the Hobbit. Ooh, sweet, sweet, sweet mm-hmm. Hobbit. Great. Let's do it. Can't wait. <laughs> you, you guys nerding out with me going oh okay uh, right you, with, uh, <laughs> yeah, and you asking very polite questions I'll be very polite and nice <laughs> very polite the oh, last, I, was, I was so impressed with your um, restraint the last you. episode thank you <laughs> like my, I, had, I just had my three nephews visiting yeah. and two of them are jocks and one isn't and we, mm-hmm. so we're like we did all kinds of stuff for all of them but we went to a Dodger game and he was just like is it the ninth inning yet? <laughs> no, I got seven and a half more, pal. Oh he was God. polite, and that's what I'll be for you. Exactly, stick it out. Yeah, you can little do it. Hobbit nonsense that you guys are going to talk about. It's the Battle of Five Armies, Graham. Oh, I know. I don't think I you know. understand. I know. I'm going to fucking make you guys. I'm going to do an NFL episode for some reason and just make you guys listen to me and Mike Schmidt talk about football for for an hour. Oh my God. <laughs> That would be payback. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thank you once again to uh, the ja- lovely Jackie Cation. Thank you. Um, her Twitter handle is at Jackie Cation. Um, and JackieCation.com, right? Jackie right, Cation. right on. Com. Guys, thank you so much. Um, obviously, we'll try to do more spoiler apps. So, any any recommendations on spoiler apps? Send them to us. We'll see yes. if we can get to it. 
Um, People are right. still asking for the X Men one. Ah, fuck, I know. God damn it. We got we were so, we got ear butted in the spring, man. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, to get yeah. Well, guys. we're trying to catch up. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. My name is Graham Elwood, and I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first. first.